Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining this session and listening to this episode of this podcast. I know it's been a, a while since we dropped an episode. Uh, the last time we dropped an episode was back in November of last year. And between then and now, a lot has happened, but we give God thanks in everything. Um, let's pray for some time. Father, I thank you for this listener. Thank you for your son. Thank you for your daughter, who you have led to stumble on this podcast. Father, I pray, Lord, as we are going to share your word, your light, may it enlighten our hearts, may it enlighten their hearts. May you, Lord, speak through me and listen through them. May these words, Lord, as you said in your holy word, that the words that you speak, their spirit and their life, may these word, O oh God, activate in us life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you. Thank you again for taking time to listen to this. Like I said, it's been a minute since we dropped an episode, and a lot has happened between now and then. Um, many interesting things have happened. Um, my father went to be with the Lord, and it. I had to slow down a little bit for myself, uh, take some time, um, again, when I say take some time, I don't mean time away from God. You can never p- take time away from God. Uh, just take some time, um, reverse, um, take retreats, some focus time, and a lot again. A lot has happened, but I give God thanks. Recommended this session today. Um, it's amazing. I just came back from my midweek service, and we had an amazing, amazing session of prayers. Um, we had a very beautiful moment of prayers and while we were praying, um, the Holy Spirit kept dropping this in my spirit, kept dropping this in my spirit and I could not wait to stop and write, but we kept on going. The more I was praying, the more I kept getting this in my spirit and I was getting so excited and I thought I would share this with you, my listeners, our listeners, um, because it will boost you up. It will activate you. Now, a lot of these things, you may know them. Many of the things, many of these things, you may already be aware of them. And a few of them, you may be hearing them for the first time. Um, Jesus said, when the Spirit comes, He will remind you of the things that I've said. And so He comes to remind. He also comes to teach us. And He also comes to, to, to show us things to come, like Scripture said. And while I start bringing this out i he actually brought to my remembrance i do have a friend his family is diplomatic 
um that therefore he too was diplomatic and i remember a few incidents he has a car and on his car he has a a number plate that says diplomat and if you're familiar with the way diplomatic immunity works is diplomats have a different they have a different set of rules that they go by and just he just reminded me of that like when a diplomat is in a, is in another country the way they operate is not the same way that citizens operate now i don't know if the right word to use is they're above the law but it's the laws the things that abide the laws that bind the citizens of that country do not really abide with them 100%. And I'll say this, uh, you can correct me. That What does that mean? There are things that are a crime to citizens of that country, but when somebody is a diplomat, they cannot be charged based on that. And that's what I really want to focus on. That's what I really want to focus on. John chapter 15 I would like to start from verse 17. He said, and this is Jesus speaking, These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because ye are not of the world, I have, cho- is it, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hated you. Ye are, it says, verse 19, I'll try to repeat that. It says, if you are of the world, the world will love his own. In other words, you are not of the world. You know, there's the, there's the, there's the, the statement that goes, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Now, those are, you can be in the world, but we, you are not of the world. It brings us back to a diplomat. A diplomat can be in a country, but a diplomat is not of that country. What does that mean? They operate by a different set of rules. A diplomat operates by a different set of rules. What does that tell you? The reason why the diplomat operates by a different set of rules is because they have a law that every country respects. Every country abides to that law. I remember this my friend telling me one time. He said he got pulled over because he was running on high speed. And I said, did they give you a ticket? He said, no, the, the, the officer just asked where he was going and then told him to please drive slowly. But you and I know that because you're a citizen of the United States of America, if a police officer pulled you over, they will charge you. They will give you a ticket. They will they will write you a letter to come to court. But a diplomat cannot be charged like you and I. Now, could it just be that we as Christians, we are not of the world? The thing is, we do not know or we have not come to a full understanding of the rules that we are supposed to operate by. And when the Holy Spirit was teaching me, he said, yes. Take, for example, the same way you can get pulled over and that your friend can get pulled over, he will not be charged, but you will be charged. What does that tell? You guys operate by a different set of rules. That's why we cannot compare ourselves to the children of this world. We are not like the people of this world. You can be sick. You can be sick. You can, you can face the same challenges that they face, but it is different. Your response, your reaction to them are different because you are not of this world. I'll say that again. You can be sick. You can be poor. You can go through different challenges. You can go through different things. But your response to them, your reaction to those things is different because you are not of this world. And the people 
and the law holders the police officers and you know the law enforcement they know these things the systems they are aware of these things you cannot see a diplomat being charged in a local court a diplomat cannot even be a witness to a case they go by you need to invoke the federal government in order to bring a diplomat to 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 to, to call in to call them to to order Jesus knew these things. That's why he knew. Even the sea understood that Jesus was not of this world. The man could walk on it. But the law of this world is that you cannot walk on water. He walked on water because he is not of this world. He has a different set of rules. And as he is, so are we. What does that mean? That's why Peter could walk on water. We operate by a different set of rules. Another example, Daniel was put in the lion's den. Even the lion understood that Daniel was not of this world. The lion closed its mouth. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they were put in, they put them in fire. They, 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 oh my God. They turned it, they turned the heat up seven times to make it hot, to make it extremely hot. But guess what? They were not of this world. Even the fire understood that they were not of this world. So you're going through something, you're going through a challenge, you're going through sickness. The thing is, the mistakes that we make as children of God is we try to compare ourselves to people who are of this world. We try to compare ourselves to the people who are of this world. We do not understand the law of the spirit. We do not understand this. We have not yet come to the full understanding of the things that have been given to us freely by the, by the power of the Holy Spirit, of who we are. The demons, they knew who Jesus was. The demons, they knew who Jesus was. When he approached them, they said, have you come? Have you come, son of, son of, son of man? Have you come to? It is not yet, it is not yet our time to leave. They understood these things. They said, if you're going to cast us out, put us in the pigs. Even the tax systems, when they came to charge Jesus of tax, he, he, did, not, he did not put his hand in his pocket. He did not say, let's, let's raise money to pay taxes. Jesus told, he told his disciples, he said, go catch the first fish you catch. Open the mouth of a fish. You will see money. Pull it out. While the people of this world depend on, they depend on, on mundane things, they operate by different laws. We are supposed to go by different laws which are of the word. And I just want to say this is different. Imagine a country that's superior to another country, for example. You take a third world country, um, the United States, for example, their government seems to exercise more power in different countries which are lower say third world country i'm not going to call any third world country so we don't we don't seem like we're we're looking at any country as inferior when you go there when you see the way they treat their diplomats when a diplomat will arrive in a the country they don't even check their bags at the airport a diplomat could come into a country with cocaine with illegal drugs and they will not even check their bags because they operate by a different set of rules. The year of God leads the children and have overcome the world. Noting, hey, this the John 15, he's talking more, he's talking more of he said, You are not of the world. And he's just he's just instructing us that because we are not of the world, because we are not of the world, we are not supposed to operate like them. A man who is born again operates by the spirit. Jesus in his teaching, he taught, he said. He that is born of the flesh is flesh, and he that is born of the spirit is spirit. The wind bloweth, and you don't know where it's going, neither do you know where it's coming from. So is he that is born of the spirit. You cannot understand a man who was born of the spirit. You cannot understand a man who was born of the spirit. Could it be that we, as children of God, we just call ourselves Christians, but we have not come to the full knowledge? Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, he said, he said, 
I, I, I remind you, he says, I, I write uh, to remind you that you stir up, that you stir up the gift of God, which you received by the laying of hands. What is that gift? The gift of the Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit, that you stir it up, that you stir it up, you continue to stir it up until you come to a full understanding that though you are here, you are not of here. That though you walk here, you operate by a different set of rules. That though you may be sick, your sickness is not the same like another person who is not from where you are from. That is why we lay hands on the sick and they are healed. That is why we lay hands on the lame and they can walk again. That is why we speak to blind eyes and they see. We speak to demon possessed and they are delivered. Because we operate by a different set of rules. When a diplomat shows up, he knows that he is backed up by where he's coming from. And he has a different set of rules that he operates by. One of the biggest challenges of today's church is lack of understanding of the word. I know I've repeated this over and over in our past episodes. We lack understanding of God's word. And when we lack understanding, we will walk in much ignorance. One of the biggest things that the devil preys on, on Christians, believers, is not their prayerlessness. It's their lack of understanding of the word of God. Now, I want to read the scripture for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. It says, now we have, not, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. It says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So you must be of the spirit before you can know the, the things of the spirit. The natural man cannot understand this. In other words, the local man, the man of that country cannot understand them. It's only a man who is from spirit country who can understand them. Because it's, it, they, are, they are spiritually discerned. But how do you know these things? How do you know these laws? How do you understand these laws until you are from there? You must be of the spirit in order to operate that way. When a police officer pulls you and they ask you for ID and you pull out your diplomatic ID, it's, it's, that's what determines the way they are going to treat you. But if you don't know who you are, how do you expect to be treated differently by a different set of rules? It's in our ignorance that we suffer a lot. I don't know. I've said this many times. Listen, listen. I'm a prayer person. I pray a lot. Prayer can do anything. There's nothing that prayer cannot do. But I tell you, one of the biggest things that our church, our today believers, is suffering. It's not a prayer problem. We know how to pray. We know how to pray. We pray. Our today's church, they, they pray a lot. We, we pray. Our today's church is suffering from ignorance. Lack of understanding of the word of God. We have not come to the fullness of the school of the spirit to sit down at the feet of God and let him teach us. We assume that we know things. Listen, you can go to theology school. You can have a doctorate in, in theology or whatever. You can read, you know, I've met a lot of people who have who have read the Bible. They tell you last year I read the Bible two times all over. You can read the Bible over and over and over. But until you come to the school of the spirit, that Bible will mean nothing to you. It cannot help you. 
Jesus knew those things and before he left, that's why he told his disciples, he says, go and wait until the promise comes because it's by that promise that you will be able to understand the things that have been given to you freely. And the promise comes with power. The promise comes with power. Again, in our, in our, local, in our local understanding, diplomatic power, they call it diplomatic immunity. You can go into a country and you will walk freely. Diplomats don't even need visas to go to a place. They go in there and they're not checked. They pass through security and nobody checks them. They operate by a different set of rules. That is why we can point, we can cast out the devil because he knows. Paul came to this understanding. When he started casting out demons, remember the seven sons of Sceva, when they came to those demons, ah, the demons looked at them. The demons looked at them and they say, we don't see diplomatic immunity. Yes, Paul, we know. Paul has, Paul is not from here. He's from another place. Jesus, we know. Jesus is not from here. He's from another place. But who are you? I, I, in other words, show your ID. In the realms of the spirit child of God, you are identified, <laughs> you are identified by the mark of the Holy Spirit. In the realms of the spirit, you are identified by the mark of the Holy Spirit. Our warfare is initiated by the challenge that the devil comes to challenge you against your identity. I'll say this again. Every warfare that we face in this earth is a challenge to our, our identity of who we are in Christ Jesus. Every challenge that you face, the sickness, the poverty, the, the dreams, the nightmares and all, you, you name them, you name them. It is, there, is, there is a fine line between our warfare and our identity. You know, a lot of people, we have, our generation has, has watered down warfare to prayers. You know, we call it warfare prayer. We call it this and all that. But when the Holy Spirit was teaching me about warfare, he said warfare is a life. Every day in the life of a believer, every minute in the life of a believer is warfare. There's not a time that you get into warfare. Warfare is not something that you get into and get out. All every day in your life is a, is warfare. You know, they ask, oh, you think you sound so spiritual. Well, oh, I've been praying warfare prayer this week. Nah, that's not how it is. The true warfare is a challenge in your mind, in your heart. Every single day, you step into your car, there's warfare. You sleep at night, there's warfare. If the devil had the way to kill you, he would have killed you a long time ago. But we do not understand these things. We don't understand that we operate by a different set of rules. A diplomat cannot be tried and judged in another country. One of the things I want you to understand. As a diplomat, because of the immunity that you have, you cannot be tried and judged in another country. In other words, there is no judge, judge enough to judge you in another country. That's why Lamentations 3.37 says, Who is he that says a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord has not declared it? In Romans 8 verse 33, it says, Who shall lay a thing to the charge of God's elect? In other words, who can, who can charge, who can charge God's, God's, God's ambassador? Who is he? Who is he that is bold enough to charge God's ambassador? That's Romans chapter 8 verse 33. Who can lay a thing to the charge of God's elect? Who can charge them? When God is the judge. Listen, in a world today, you will never hear that a diplomat of another country was caught in another country and tried. Yes, other, you know, you've probably heard of um, citizens of different countries arrested and locked up and all that, but not with a diplomat. You are starting war. That is where the battle line is drawn. There is no negotiation with that. You are starting war with that. 
So you cannot lay a thing to the elect of God. You cannot lay a thing to charge to the elect of God. When the devil comes for you, you pull out your rules. The rules must be in your heart. The rules, which is the word of God, must be in your heart. It must be written in your heart. The Holy Spirit acts on the word of God in your heart to bring out, to bring out the power that you want to see. We have been watered down. It seems like we are a powerless generation because we have not executed the word of God by the Holy Spirit that lives in us. Yes, we know how to cry. We know how to scream. We know how to do all these things. Listen, but we have not really taken the word of God to standard. We understand some certain things. The world that we live in is controlled by systems. You need to identify from which system you are are from or from which realm you operate in before you can know how to get about life. Else you will suffer, child of God. You will suffer. That's why we suffer a lot. We let the devil lay, lay charge to things and we succumb and we cry. Every day we are crying. We cry on things that don't even matter, things we're supposed to cast out. And look, when Jesus sent the 70, they went and they came back. They say, Father, is it Master? Demons are subject to us in your name. Demons are subject to us in your name. In other words, we're casting out demons in your name. The answer that Jesus told them, he said, I beheld Satan fall down like lightning. In other words, you are superior. You are operating from a different dimension, from a different realm. So don't be scared. The realm which we are operating from, we, the one who we are fighting against, he fell from there. In other words, he is not in our same level. So we are here, but we are not of here. I want to rush this real fast. This is going to be a very short episode. One of the shortest we've ever made. But I wanted to bring this to understanding. I, I know this is blessing you. I know this is blessing you. Child of God, pick up the word of God. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. Ask him to teach you. It's as simple as asking a teacher a question. When I first started hearing the Holy Spirit, I remember back in the day, it sounded like, I, I didn't even know that it was the Holy Spirit. You know, I would hear like instincts in my spirit and then I started writing them down. And it was only a matter of time until I, I came to understand that some of these things that I was getting in my spirit or in my mind, they were actually scripture. You know, many months, many weeks later that I came, I came to realize that. But but it was really the Holy Spirit who was teaching me some of those things. He will take it and he will break it down for you. Come to the school of the spirit, child of God. Come to the school of the spirit. Seek the face of God. When you want to take fast, you start taking fast for mundane things. You're asking God for this. You're asking God for that. Yes, those things will come. But the real one who really seeks God is the one who takes time to consecrate themselves and lock up themselves and seek the face of God. Child of God, God cannot be fooled. He said, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. The only reason why it seems like you've not found God is because you've not yet sought him with all your heart. One thing I know is that when you seek God, nobody has sought God with all their heart and have not found him. That I know. That I can tell you. Nobody has sought God with all their heart and have not found him. We suffer a lot because we have not taken time to sit down and wait on him. There's something about waiting on God that will break you. When you understand that he's your only help, when you understand that he's your only solution, your problem is that you come to him but you have a plan B. Your problem is that before you come to the place of prayer, you put your stopwatch on. Oh, I'm going to be here for 30 minutes. I'm going to. God does not just want to be. He doesn't. He wants to be the, the, the sole proprietor of your soul. He wants to own you. That's why he died for you. 
the price he paid is too it's too it's too expensive it's too dear he didn't pay a price for you to to be a part-time christian god didn't pay a price he didn't lay down the life of his son for you to be a part-time christian he wants you to be a full-time christian along this line he was reminding me that god is always trying to reveal himself through us that's why he created us that's why we are his children jesus is the firstborn of us but we are also the we are also born of god as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god he wants to possess you he wants to pray through you he wants to talk to you he wants to be there he wants to answer those questions those doubts we fall victim in this last days with a lot of false prophets we complain we say this we say that there is this there is that but listen i i used to feel bad i used to feel bad um about you know people who are getting fooled with false preachers and false prophets and charlatans now Jesus said, these days will come, there will be false prophets, they will even show you signs and da 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 But listen, when I was worried about it, I got to understand that if you are seeking God, you will find Him. That's one thing with God. If you seek God with all your heart, you will find Him. A lot of these people who who whom it seems like they're getting fooled is because they have different intentions. Listen, child of God, God first focuses on your intentions before He can give you attention. He looks at the intentions of your heart. When you approach God, He sees your heart. He sees what you're looking for. And I always tell people my testimony. When I came to God, I thought I was playing Him. Back in the day, I thought I was looking for a miracle. I did believe there was God. I did believe that God does. You know, He exists. He helps. He can help when you call on Him. I mean, I grew up in a house that everybody went to church. My grandmother was a praying woman. My parents went to church, believing church. So I, I knew but I, I came, I thought I was playing hide and seek. But he saw it. And some of the things you're looking for, you go there and you, you know, that's why you are on all the Facebook life every day. You know all the prophets on Facebook. You know all of them. Life, talk to me, say a word, stop that. If that's what you're looking for, go find a palm reader down the street. Seek the face of God for the salvation of your soul. All the things that we are looking for in this world. It will fade away no matter how rich you become no matter how strong you are no matter how long you live on the other side all of that will not matter the only thing that will really matter is your soul what you did with God what, what, with the gift of time that God gave you your purpose and until you find your purpose you are wasting time I pray this helps you and I pray for you that God will continue to shape your heart and draw you closer to him as he is raising a generation of people that fear him you will not be left behind pray for God's preservation upon you. I pray for his desire in your heart that you will come back again to the school of the spirit. You will seek his face. You will open up your Bible again. You will fast again. You will generate time. You will fear God from your heart. Thank you for your children, Father. Thank you for your children. Thank you for your daughter. Thank you for your daughter and your son. Thank you for your son. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I'm looking forward to the next episode. I hope this blessed you. If this blessed you, please share with somebody. Share with somebody. Copy this link and send to somebody. God bless you. Looking forward to the next episode. Amen.